0: It is so good to be with you another day. It is good to be alive. It is good to be able to share. And I trust that as we share, the things that are shared today would encourage your heart. I go back and listen to Harriet another day with her song based on Romans 8:17. If children, then heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. That statement alone is so powerful. To be the heir of God and to be a joint heir with Christ. Wow. Wow. That is powerful. That is powerful. Harriet wrote the song entitled, A Child of the King. And Harriet, Harriet will not hear my voice, but I agree with Harriet that I am a child of the king. And I'm sure that you would agree with me that you too are children of the king. And the last stanza, the fourth stanza, she said, a tent or a cottage, why should I care? Harriet, why you don't care if you live in a tent or if you live in a cottage down here? She said, they're building a palace for me over there. Wow, this lady was really thinking heavily. Though exiled from home, yet still I miss saying, All glory to God, I'm a child of the King. I'm a child of the King, a child of the King. With Jesus my Savior, I am a child of the King. Now, we are told that from 1834, these words were out there. And yet today, we are still singing this song. You and I can put something out there also that in generations to come, others will have something that they can read, that they can listen to, that they can sing from. But we need to be like Harriet, uh, like this woman in John chapter 4. And don't be afraid to give our personal testimony. I told you that in the early days when I gave my life to Christ, testimonies were like popcorn. It was a joke. When you would give your testimony, you call somebody else, and then when that person done, they called somebody else, it was fun. But these days, it is said that, you know, when you ask for testimonies, it's like being at the dentist's office. It's like pulling teeth. People are not enthusiastic anymore about giving their testimony. So I'm encouraging each and every one of us to don't be afraid to give our testimony. If you notice at church, when you call for testimony time, it's the same few people, the same few people. And sometimes you can almost tell some of the things that will be said because it's the same people telling you this story. You younger Christians, don't be afraid to tell others about the love of God. So this matter of a personal testimony, why 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 should we do this? Because it is powerful. It is one of the best soul-winning tools that you can put your hand on. But one may ask, do you have any reason for a personal testimony? Why should one testify of what the Lord has done for him or her? Or why should we testify about what the Lord has done for us. You see, to come in contact with one who will forgive all debt, just think of that. You had a debt, a debt you could not pay. You came in contact with someone who paid the debt for you. Now, surely after you've been forgiven of that debt, you will like others to be forgiven also. Now, Think of a, a loan paid by someone on your behalf. That is exactly what happened to this woman at this well. Not too long ago, a couple of years back, we had a, our last hurricane. And in our last hurricane, we here on the island, we really got a good licking by this hurricane. Nobody could go and laugh at anybody. And the needs were great. And people came in from overseas and they brought stuff as to help us here on the island. And uh, they would go at certain areas. I remember several times they would come at the church and they would would leave stuff here at the church. And then we would start to distribute the stuff and what would get out that, hey, They're distributing stuff up at the church. They're giving out tarpaulins. They're giving out bottles. They're giving all type of stuff. They're giving food. And those who got it first will run and go tell others, and they will just come. You will see people coming, coming. There are some people that would even try to fool you. They'll go home, change their clothes, and come back for a second portion. Some of those get caught. But what am I trying to say? Something good was done here and other places, and they shared it that something was happening and they shared it with the people. Well, there's something good happening and there's something good that has happened in my life and that good thing may have also happened in your life when you met Jesus and he saved you. Our responsibility is to go and tell others. In John chapter 4, verse number 26 to 28, Jesus said unto her, I speak unto thee as he. And upon this came his disciples, and marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man said, What seekest thou? Or why talkest thou with her? But notice what happened. This woman, after she understood this all, after she accepted Jesus Christ to be prophet, Messiah, and Savior, the Bible said something. The woman left her water pots. Now, what water pots were there? These water pots were the containers that she brought to the well to get her water. She came to the well to get water. But when she came to the well, she got something much more important than water. And she left her water pots. She left the water pots and did what? and went her way into the city and said to the men, Wow! She was so excited that she met the Messiah, and she knew that the men in the city did not meet with this Messiah, and she wanted them to meet with the Messiah, and she left everything that she was doing and went and found the man." Why she left her water pots and ran to the city? I believe Paul would have explained it well in his second letter to the Corinthians, in chapter five and verse number fourteen. He said, "For the love of Christ constrained me." When she recognized how much. Christ loved her even though he knew who she was and all that she did and that the very man that she was living with was not her husband but he still forgave her oh and gave her salvation she left everything and went to the city and say come see a man you see when we come in contact with the love of Christ when we are aware of it that love constrains us to go It is the love of Christ that when you don't feel like it, you still do it. It is the love of Christ that when you want to do something for you and he wants you to do something for him, that you will do it for him. It is the love of Christ that have us alive. It is the love of Christ why you have what you have. It is the love of Christ. This love caused christ to go all the way to calvary's cross when he saw where you and i were heading to a christless eternity to be in a burning hell he went to calvary's cross for you and i it was the love of christ let me close for today with this portion of scripture found in second kings chapter 7 and verse 9 the bible said then they said one to another we do not dwell. This day is the day of good tidings, and we hold our peace. If we tarry till the morning light, some mischief will come upon us. Now, therefore, come, that we may go and tell the king's household. God has given us a command that we must go into all the world and preach the gospel. But our world starts right where we are. We can start that by just giving our personal testimony of what Jesus Christ did for us. Would you join me in telling people about the Lord? A wonderful Savior is Jesus, my Lord. Oh, I once was an outcast, a stranger on earth, a sinner by choice and an alien by birth but I've been adopted, my name written down, and heir to a mansion, a robe, and a crown. I am a child of the King. Father, thank you so much for adopting us into your family. Thank you so much, dear God, that you paid the price for us, that you have freed us of this debt that we could not pay for ourselves. Thank you so much that you are coming for us and one day we'll be with you forever and ever. Now you have your way in our lives as we share Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for all that you have done and what you're doing in sharing this devotion. Do have a great day.